want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You're listening to 8020. It's 25 days of podcasts. I would definitely have to say that I spend about 80% of my time in the 20s. Okay, but like, what does that even mean? I absolutely love Christmas. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. This episode is actually a part two, or I guess like the second half of yesterday's episode, which was seven ways to show up for yourself. So if you didn't listen to that episode, you should definitely pause this one, go back and listen to yesterday's episode, and then you can come back and listen to this one. Friendships are a really interesting thing, and I frequently refer back to my two favorite classes in college, which were interpersonal communications, so that's communication between two people, and gender communications, which is how men and women communicate with one another. I just always find it so fascinating to look deeper into the ways that people communicate with one another because to some degree, communications can go far beyond just talking, right? It's kind of like your body language. It's the things that you do for someone. It's the things that you don't do for someone. And so studying communications definitely allowed me to kind of analyze and then probably to some degree overanalyze how people interact with one another. It's funny because when you're a kid, you have opportunities to make friends at school, in sports, at camps, in dance class. If your mom has a best friend with a kid about your age, you're probably going to be friends with that kid too. And you just kind of have like these default areas where you can be friends with people and it doesn't require much effort. And so when I think back to my friends when I was a kid, I don't want to say I was a bad friend as a kid, but you don't really think about it. When you're young, I feel like the bar is kind of low. Even through high school, I didn't put much emphasis on showing up for friends because I didn't think that I needed to. And high school is a whole nother can of worms and we'll go out into that someday. But I think I was under the impression that It went both ways. And so minimal effort was going into my friendships. And I was also getting minimal effort from these friends. So in high school and middle school, I definitely would say that girls were mean. And oftentimes I would talk to my parents about my current friendship situations. And a concept that often was brought up at the kitchen table or in the car whenever I was talking to my mom about like the latest drama was the convenience factor. And oftentimes people are only your friend when it's convenient for them. So I think for a while I was under the impression that if this person only showed up when they needed something from me, I don't have to show up for them at all. 
And looking back, I can see that those friendships were truly never valued by both parties. So it never really mattered who showed up for who because it, no one really cared. But now I have quite a different view on friendships as, as an adult. Turning the focus off of romantic relationships and more on just building a solid community, a group of people, a circle that I can know and trust and love, kind of making that a priority. I've learned that oftentimes you have to continually show up for people, continually invite people to things, reach out to people, be the one to text, be the one to call, because making and keeping good friends is really hard to do. So if you want good friends, you have to be a good friend, which means that you have to show up for the people in your life no matter what. One thing I've learned in my almost year of living on my own for the first time, making friends in the, I guess we'll say adult world is definitely trickier than it was when we were a kid because we're not involved in camps, we're not involved in sports, we're not involved in school every day. Like you don't have all these little like pockets of opportunity. You have to actively go out and seek people who are also actively seeking new friends as well, which I've said this before and I'll say it a million times. I have never met a person that's like, oh, I don't want more friends. But I definitely think that people give off a vibe sometimes that they're just like closed off or like super, I don't know, like not friendly. I, I feel like more people need to be friendly. Be friendly today. Give it a go. But when it comes to making new friends, you're going to have to put in some work. And when it comes to keeping your current friends you're going to have to put in some work. So let's go ahead and dive into seven ways that you can show up, put in the work for other people in your life. First, I would recommend that you spend some time considering what type of friend this person is for you. So later in Podmas, I'm going to do a whole episode on like the different types of friends in your life. And I think that creating a a team, a circle, call it what you want, of people in your life that are there for different reasons is really important. So maybe you have, my my first, my go-to is always the party friend. Maybe you have a friend that you like to call when you want to go have a really good time. Maybe you have one friend that's like your fitness friend and if you want to try a new workout, you know to call her. It's always important to have friends who give really good advice or who are going to give you some tough love when you need it. It's good to have friends who are going to be brutally painfully honest with you it's good to have friends who are going to hype you up when you're feeling down in the dumps you're gonna have your childhood friends your work friends once you start to create this web this network of people you'll start to see that there's endless reasons why people are in your life you have to remember that not everyone is going to fill every position and you can't expect everyone to fill every position. So whatever role this person plays in your life, they're going to play it well, but don't expect them to play every role and then figure out what your role in their life is as well. And then that will just help both of you decide how you want to spend your time as friends. Next, you're going to need to check in. Like you're actually going to need to text your friends. You're going to need to call your friends. Maybe you have a Snapchat streak with your friends. Or the best is when someone just like pops into your head and then you shoot them a text and you're like, hey, thinking of you. And more often than not, I realize that that person is thinking of you too. And it's always so weird. So if you think of someone, just shoot them a text, be like thinking of you, miss you, whatever. And then when you are with these people, 
put your phone down. Like be 100% there. And if for some reason you can't give them your full undivided attention, hit them with, this is like my favorite thing to do, hit them with a, hey, what you have to say is super important. Let me finish what I'm doing and then I will totally give you 100% of my attention. Be all in and that's kind of a good segue into my next point which is to pay attention and listen. Like listening goes such a long way and take note of the little things. I always appreciate when someone remembers like my grandmother's name or like my dog's name or something like that. I don't expect everybody that I come in contact with to know these little things but it's always nice when someone's like, oh yeah, how's Marley doing? And with your close friends, it's super important to know things like coffee orders, t-shirt sizes, even their phone numbers. I don't know. You never know if your phone might like fall into a river and like you need to call someone. Like, do you know at least two people's phone numbers without looking at your contacts? You probably should memorize them if you don't. Like your top two people, memorize their numbers right now. Next, I would recommend setting up some sort of consistent hangout time. When you're an adult, it's really hard to schedule time. I feel so overwhelmed and I always feel like such a bad friend when I can't squeeze people in and I'm always like rearranging things. I just feel like I don't have time, but obviously you have to make time for the people in your life, so you got to squeeze them in somewhere. So even if it's like, hey, like let's meet up and go to a workout and then go get coffee after, like you're already going to do that anyway, so just bring a friend along. If you can't make that happen, have a consistent like FaceTime time slot or have a consistent call, which is kind of a good segue into my next point. Make sure that you both know what type of communication works best for you. So if your friend isn't a texter, but they'd rather call, definitely call them instead of texting them. If your friend hates calling and loves to text, compromise and text your friend instead of calling them or maybe even just send a little voice memo just something to keep this person up to date I don't know whatever type of communication works best for you and this friend define it and then stick to it so you guys both know like how you like to communicate next I would highly highly recommend that you make it known that you're always available nobody ever wants to feel like a burden and so I try to make it a priority that all my friends know that the door is always open. I'm just a call away. So in whatever capacity you want to be available for this person, make that known. Same goes for setting boundaries. If this friendship isn't one that you would want to pick them up from the bar at two in the morning, maybe tell them that so they don't expect that you will be available at any hour of the night. And last but not least, celebrate with them. If something is a big deal to them, it should be a big deal to you. So celebrate the big things, celebrate the small things. It's always super cool when somebody mirrors your enthusiasm. So if they've got something we're celebrating, throw them a celebration. All right, you guys, that is it for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show. I post new episodes every single day during the month of December. You can follow me at Lily Rayco on Instagram or the podcast Instagram at 8020pod and be sure to drop a five-star rate and review and that just helps more people find and listen to the show. Love you guys lots and I will talk to you tomorrow.